0: Welcome to Honest Retail, the weekly podcast that dishes out the truth about the latest news, trends, and blunders from the CPG, consumer, and retail industries. Now, here are your hosts, Cameron
1: McCarthy, Taylor Foxman, and Carlton Fowler.
0: everybody uh welcome to this week's episode of honest retail we took uh last two weeks off obviously with everything going on last week we didn't really think it was a great time to be posting uh, a podcast episode so uh, back this week and, and we'll kind of uh, keep up with our our regular cadence here cj taylor how are you both doing today doing well okay thanks
2: hello hello
0: uh what have you uh, both of you been up to i feel like it's been a while since we chatted
1: um I I went home for a bit. Um uh, saw my parents and well, I don't think anything else really, just working, you know, working in the coal mine. A lot yeah. of sports betting, a lot of sports betting, not successfully. Um so you know, what I'm really hoping is that by by having by by losing money to the Jets, all that means is like my my but much better thought out portfolio bets will of course be better, right? <laughs> I saw, some,
0: I, I saw some video of a guy who hit like a four or five game parlay like uh from like prison and then that was enough for him <laughs> to make his bond. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, so,
0: so he he uh he put it all in on the on the Jets and the and uh the I think the Browns and that's what paid him off. Um, your boy
1: Aaron Rodgers though was you know walking around like three weeks post to kill his surgery throwing a football, so all yeah. the, wow! The dolphin I mean, made in yeah, the dolphin made noises and all the <laughs> ayahuasca. All the
2: working. ayahuasca. Him, yeah, uh, Jada Pinkett. It's the new thing. Everyone does ayahuasca.
0: It's gonna be. It's gonna be a CPG line soon, probably. I
1: mean, speaking uh, of ayahuasca, for I mean, sure. I don't know. I don't know. I, I doubt any any um federal law enforcement listens to this podcast. But my dad calls me late last night. He's like, "Hey." All of my buddies from college were having a reunion. They're all coming to our house. And can you get me any shrooms? I was like, um, yeah, yeah, I can. <laughs> so gonna, <laughs> gonna have to fly a special delivery of shroom chocolate up, up to up to my pops and let him and like a bunch of other 70-year-olds just really explore the studio space.
0: Nice. They're be having their vision quests. Yeah. So if
1: there are already uh if there are any mushroom chocolate or anything like the 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 mycelia as medicine world that do listen to this podcast and hit me with some samples and i will test them out on a very interesting demographic of like 10 dentists
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> a big big tam yeah, um it's taylor have you Tim. tried any uh new products recently
2: um yeah i got um I actually really like this one thing. So I got a company called Bears Fruit in the mail. Um, I owe the woman a response. So like first is I absolutely love Lagunita's hot water. Like I just have to call it out. I've never talked about it. Oh, but
1: how dare you? How dare it's good. you?
2: I'm sorry, I still love hoplark, but I have to I'm sorry. I'm consistently a Lagunitas Hoppy refresher oh. gal for life. Oh. Um the the bears fruits, they sent me like their whole line. Um I I don't really care if there's probiotics in it, but apparently there are. Um so some of the flavors are just really good. Uh, I tried like I'm just looking at my fridge, like they have like watermelon mint, uh, mango habanero. I don't know if you guys ever tried this stuff, but it's actually Pretty tasty, low sugar. um Yeah, Amy, I really
0: uh, like it. Amy is sending it over to you.
2: Yeah, I yeah, I yeah. owe her. She emailed me. I she she's she's good. Like I've been on the road for the past few weeks. I did not respond to her, unfortunately, and she figured out a way to get me these products. So kudos to her for the relentlessness. But they're delicious. So I'm gonna <laughs> give her a shout out. It also looks like they're super clean, like. It just is like I'm looking at the it back. It's like watermelon puree, lemon juice, mint leaves, probiotics, what this? and this water. Delicious. What like this? pretty, pretty, pretty clean. Bear's fruit. It's delicious. Like watermelon mint. These flavors are awesome. Like watermelon mint, blackberry, sage. I didn't. I didn't really know much about this company, but I'm I mean, telling you, I'm fr- it's like to... super clean and delicious. Oh, okay,
1: I, I thought Bear's fruit was going to be a, a a gummy bear, and I was and I was I was fucking here for it.
2: Uh, well, knowing me, better chance that it's a gummy than it is a bottle of something. Of all something. right, I'll try now Amy, wherever it you is, are, hit me
1: up with some of this. I'm I'm an absolute sucker for watermelon. Amy is good people. It's really good. Uh, yeah. Bears yeah. fruit's
0: really good. That watermelon like probiotic sparkling water is is awesome. And, I've, I've uh, since
1: recovered delicious. from my abuse of coconut cold, so I'm I'm ready, I'm, ready to be here, I'm ready ready to get back on the market for probiotics.
0: You're flushed. Yes. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um for me, I, I was uh, I had like a few left in my fridge from Expo East, but Wodo, uh I have been eating quite a bit of, like very good like cookie dough bar. What's that? Like uh it's oh. like a, like a 150 calorie like little cookie dough bar. It kind of looks like a Lara bar, like in terms of, like size. Um, but it's like plant-based like cookie dough um it tastes a lot like a go macro bar um but like better um i like i like go macros a lot um and so this was uh this was really solid but yeah Wodo, w-h-o-a uh and uh it's uh it was it was solid i'm i'm enjoying them and my kid uh is also liking them too uh my kid's been eating a lot of like these like healthy fruit by the what was they called back and they fruit by the foot um mm-hmm. they're called bear yeah of course um, and they're really yeah. good and they give like these collectible cards in each package um so he like gets to like he gets all amped up like collecting these little like cards it's a very good like hack because like now he bugs me for the cards and i gotta buy the snacks so anybody who's like making food products or beverages for kids like that's that's a good retention tool there um because he's enjoying those
1: have you have you gotten the ones with the, the little dots they're like they're infuriating like you simply like you simply cannot get enough of them in your mouth
0: yeah mm-hmm. i uh i've seen those you know who actually owns bear um uh oh my gosh who, who'd you recently lotus owns bear um oh, really? hey
1: yeah. lotus secretly
0: assassins
1: absolute yeah. assassins like like Wouter is on a on on a rampage of success. Like he crushed it with the IQ bar investment. He crushed it with the good crisp investment. I don't know what else he's in, but like just sign me up for like a passive Wouter ETF.
0: Yeah, they have uh they have a pretty impressive uh portfolio coming together. Um did you have a year you try anything? Um, than, uh, trying to find shrooms.
1: Yeah, no, seriously though, if anyone's got some out there for me, hit me up. Um uh two beverages, um waju. Um, which is water from juice, um, amazing flavor. The blueberry, like I, 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 there are very few things in which I think that I'm qualified to like seriously judge and flavor quality is one of them. And waju blueberry is one of the most interesting liquids I've tasted in years. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was cool. Um, I was, and, and like, I, I, I thought it sounded familiar. I got it in the first look box, shout out Brian Fulmer. And I was like, hey, I, thought I, I thought I talked to this guy like two years ago. I'm not really sure what's going on because, like, I definitely did. I, you know, I went back through my notes and I talked to the waju guy, like in like 2020, and so I'm not quite sure what's taking so long to go to market. But um, it needs to be everywhere. It's absolutely delicious. Um, and the other one is a, 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 a I guess you called a Capri Botic soda called Vina. Um, James was talking about it the other day. We had we had a couple from Whole Foods. I walked from. My dog's vet to the Whole Foods yesterday to get some more because the cherry is out of this world. When I first had it, I had, like, an absolute OCD, like, catastrophe because I couldn't figure out, like, where I'd had the cherry flavor before. It was the same thing, like, when you sent us that cookbook, Cam, and, like, didn't have a note in it. And, like, for, like, two weeks, I was paralyzed because I couldn't figure (laughs) out who sent me the cookbook. It was was a similar situation. And I just was sitting there, like, smelling this cherry over and over again trying to trigger, like, my memory, memory box with olfactory and and i finally got it they they use the same cherry flavoring as cherries garcia um and so it's uh it's wild it's like a it's good just try it just try it
0: i will look for it i actually i bought for like the first time in like a while because like i had no coffee in my house so i run 7-eleven and i bought folgers it was the first time i bought folgers for a while does not taste <laughs> how i remember it. it's a, it's a very distinct coffee um but yeah, it's like very random, but I like, I don't remember the last time I had a Folgers cup of coffee and it was out of necessity this week and uh, it wasn't a great experience. <laughs> so I'll leave it yeah. at that. Um, interesting. Awesome. Let's dive into um, some topics today. I thought one of the interesting things um, was there's these things called Netflix houses getting developed where basically it's kind of like a restaurant pop-up. Uh, that highlights different Netflix shows and that serves like food and different products highlighting those shows. Um, you know, we talk a lot about like the creator economy and all these kind of uh, creator-led um, CPG brands coming out. But um, thinking about like Stranger Things CPG products and, and you know, doing these kind of pop-ups that lead to products that are on the shelf seems like an awesome extension and, and really making it interactive with content. Um, you know, CJ, we'll start with you. What were your kind of thoughts around this type of activation? In, and could you see this kind of spinning up into like grocery
1: store activations as well? Um, I completely I completely blanked out. Will you tell me what you're talking about?
2: <laughs> I'm Sorry.
1: gonna have to edit that. <laughs> That's my favorite response, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I was I was answering an email. <laughs> the
2: Netflix
1: uh, house uh, one. What? The Netflix house one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's take that from the top. You can just, I'll they just edit. You
0: just give your answer and I'll edit okay. over that part or I'll keep All it in. All <laughs> right,
1: it's ready? Go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought this was interesting. <laughs> My first reaction is Netflix houses uh, probably not the only person that can pull this off or the only coming to pull us off is the house of mouse. Like, boom, hot, hot podcast take. But... Then I started digging into it and I asked a couple of the brands that we work with, and apparently the Bridgerton experience just went off like a firecracker. Um, so I maybe it'll work. I, I think it's really hard to get adults to consistently go to these kind of experiences in a in a way that can be a profit center, but it's probably not what they're trying to do. Like you don't have if you don't have your kids begging to go, I think it's hard to turn into a profit center. But if it's just a way to keep people. <laughs> in the the Netflix universe, then like how can they be worse at it than like Universal Studios? So I, th- I think it will probably be okay.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think like the one-time kind of like pop-ups and activations are tough like for multiple trips. So I think it, it's kind of like, is there a way to move past just licensing though, right? Like, it, like my kid's like obsessed with Bob the Builder. Like I'm sure if we pass like a Bob the Builder gushers, I'd probably have to buy it for him. But it seems like the companies that own the ip licensing's not enough anymore like they want to own the whole process and this is kind of like where we're going to uh um, well, I mean, Taylor... the, the thing is
1: like, it's, like they'll they'll never make enough money from licensing you know because they're they're because they're not oriented towards like a children's market like so <clears throat> if you back into it they, they have to only be doing this for subscriber retention right and 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 getting it like they're they are servicing their most rabid fans because their rabid fans both don't churn and tell everybody else about the shows so i guess it's got to be more that angle than it is like trying to to be some kind of profit center i think
0: yeah i agree uh taylor what was your kind of thoughts seeing this
2: i mean i'm not attending any of these things um no i think i think it sounds interesting i don't know i mean like i i it feels like the amount, I know this sounds like a weird comment, but like 40 experiences, like why? I I don't know. Like, can't they just like double, are there even like 40 shows or experiences that people even like care that much about? Like, I feel like that's like such a random metric. Like I'd rather, I don't know. I would start out with maybe just like, you know, the top three to five shows and build that out and create a proof of concept versus like we're doing 40 experiences in 20 cities. Like why? Like, I don't know. It just like feels kind of all over the map and, I don't know, fairly fragmented. I don't know. It could work, but like to everyone's point, I don't know necessarily if it has like a lot. I don't really see a long-term strategy. Um, I would rather just see them. I don't know exactly what the shows are that are like maybe the top five shows or something like that or the most engaged shows, but 40 just seems ridiculous. Like it's a lot of work on the back end, And I don't even know if there are, at this point with Netflix, like 40 shows that even people were going to have interest in going to see the experiences in and around, let alone create all the the kind of experiential like elements to it like food and drinks and chefs and shows i don't know just seems like, kind of like lacking to have that many from the onset like i would just start with like a much scaled back number of experiences and see if it works in less markets than 20 and less experiences than 40 but that's my <laughs> <distance>. <laughs>
0: yeah it seems a lot to be throwing against the wall but um... yeah it does seem if it does hit on a few that this could be an interesting kind of like coming to your, I kind of think it was like, it's like Disney on ice. Like when it does come to your area, you, you end up going and spending a lot of money on it. I'm sure if you have kids that age, but um, it can definitely be somewhat similar uh, experience for sure. Um, all right, let's go to large CPG news. Uh, Coca-Cola is actually winding down um, their aha brands. So the ha's they're kind of um uh, LaCroix um, competitor, their sparkling water, uh, really good distribution. Um, but were you surprised by this decision uh, to kind of wind this down, CJ?
1: No, um, yeah, I've been I've been hearing that it's been getting pulled on shelves everywhere. I think that I think that everybody in our particular business should be thrilled because um, it is another example of the fact that large cpg cannot innovate very well um this is great this is great for us um it is also an ex- a, 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 an underscoring of just how hard sparkling water is like it's like you cannot be sitting on shelf at three dollars a can and hope to get big but how on earth do you ever compete with Lacroix and and some of these other things that have the scale that you know that, that have already broken through like it's a kind of amazing to me that like waterloo ever got there and even that got you know had to get there by the grace of a private equity company that probably would take that acquisition back um uh, so i, I just think I think sparkling water is like maybe the highest degree difficulty category there is um so good luck to everyone trying it but at least uh at least coke's admitting they can't do it so they gotta buy somebody we talk
0: about like that zombie kind of range where it's like there's probably like an area where they get to in sales and then it's really hard for them to push past that glass ceiling and then get acquired. Like, is there we see like obviously like Sanzo or Bora people we've had on the show before like in this space doing a job. Like, do you think there's like a like a number that they'll get to where like it starts to slow down or it gets harder?
1: I I, I think that I think that sparkling water has trouble and I mean, this is like pure subjectivity right. So take this with a grain of salt. I think sparkling water has a lot of trouble sitting in that "I'm going to treat myself" category, like where you can you know, maybe buy one, maybe two a day, and like that "I'm going to treat myself" category can sit at that three dollars for a single serve unit and and like be successful. Um, you have to be down closer to one ninety nine or even like a dollar fifty a can at scale on sparkling water because it's something that like people have replaced like glasses of water with. They drink a lot of them. Like you can't you can't have. Uh, $15 a day sparkling water habit you just can't do it um, yeah. for, for the average consumer so I, I I think it is a massive scale game um, and I think it's I think it's a really well protected category with incumbents that have like really really big scale advantages it's not so much that they have like marketing advantages they don't have even really product advantages they have scale advantages and that's a hard thing to go undermine got it
0: Taylor, um, what were your thoughts on kind of the winding down this product? And then, I mean, obviously you talked to a lot of and advise a lot of brands um, in the beverage space, kind of your thoughts on the growth potential in this area.
2: I don't like this brand, no offense. Okay, I probably shouldn't be like as explicit. I've never understood this. Like, I think this product for me, I bought it like begrudgingly over the years. Like, I think this is like a last case resort. Like I'm anywhere, I'm anywhere. Like I'm at a gas station, I'm at the airport. Um, somewhere where there is like literally no other option and like, this is it. I'm just more surprised that this thing is like kind of lasted as long as it has. I don't think the flavors are great. I think it's kind of expensive and I don't really see any like vastly different, like unique elements to what they're doing. So I too am not surprised. Um, I mean, I guess they can keep it as long as they want, but if it's not selling CJ's point like time to, you know, won't say the phrase, but you will get off the pot. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I just, I was never a fan. So not sad to see it go and kind of understand why it's being transitioned out it's a super yeah it's getting every day by the day I mean all of us see it in different capacities like just how competitive that space is so yeah for all those reasons it it all makes sense
0: 100 um Taylor I don't want to shock you too much because it's not an actual Skittles band and I have to imagine you're a Skittles like fan my wife is a big Meh. skittles fan you're not Meh. a skittles person i would have thought Meh you're like gosh. a ride or die on the skittles um but california jelly pasta-
2: bellies jelly bellies jelly bellies popcorn right. jelly bellies popcorn jelly bellies exclusively i'm not a, First I'm of all, a skittles
0: that's, fan. That's, that's disgusting but well, I what the, what's the flavor like butter yes. yeah Ooh. yeah oh yeah you're like uh, you would have thrived. You would have thrived, dude. Cam like would a... go into
2: some shock. Cam would <laughs> go into like anaphylactic shock if he had like five of these. There's I a am... guy.
0: There's a guy on TikTok who does. Would this uh, Would this food item kill Gwyneth Paltrow? And I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, she if she had <laughs> if she had one popcorn jelly bean, she would just die.
1: <laughs> I am hundred percent uh, here for pear flavored jelly bellies though.
2: Nice pear.
0: Taylor would thrive okay. in like the wizardly world of Harry Potter where they had like crazy flavors of jelly beans and stuff though. You would, that's, that would be your, your go-to.
2: Absolutely. I just,
0: yeah. I don't know if I just reached like a nerd niche. That's not part of this podcast uh, <laughs> trifecta, but yeah. Um, All right. So let's get back on track. Uh, California launched something called the Skittles ban. Basically, it's not an actual ban on Skittles, uh, but it's a ban on like four different chemicals, like red dye number three, a bunch of names of things that people don't really care about. But I think the bigger thing here is like I remember back um, like it feels like a decade ago, probably more now when they did the sugar ban. In New York, and obviously, like, uh, you know, the news just came out uh, about, like, a lot of different alternative sweeteners. I think my bigger question is, like, how much do, like, CPG brands and and, and innovative brands, like, we work with, like, a lot of better-for-you brands, but how much do you think, like the bigger CPG brands and things like this like are affected by um like future larger sweeping policies around like health and wellness. Um I mean obviously like a lot of like like the confectionery boards and like uh like things that I didn't even know existed, like the International Association of Color Manufacturers have like come out and are obviously probably not supporting uh what I'm assuming is probably Gavin Newsom's like 2028 campaign. But like um Yeah, I just found this, like, really interesting and and haven't seen anything like this really since, like, the sugar ban. But Taylor, I kind of start with you. Um, You know, I know a lot of us don't really advise, like, these, like, bigger brands. But how much do you think this kind of affects, like, um, you know, some of the classic um, brands that are on the shelf now?
2: You mean, like, that, like, our... More foods that I eat, like crap food. You mean, or yeah. what was that? Are you like gonna? You are you gonna have? This a question for are me you first. gonna have anything? Taylor gets this one first. Taylor, uh, are gets you gonna this have any first. Are
0: you gonna have anything to eat in a few years?
2: I look. I, I guess that my like I laughed at this because like I know you all have seen kind of the commentary around this, but like this is like I know he's trying to fix other big massive fires in the state, but like the fact that like this is a priority item for him in the context of what's happening in California. And no offense. Uh, I just find this to be comical at best. I mean, fine, whatever. Like this happens all the time in Europe. Like there's most of the things I eat, I can't consume where my husband's from in europe like none of it i bring i bring it over like it's not that uncommon like to see these things happen i i don't think it'll be some like sweeping thing where they'll go in and across the board for like food and beverage brands will they make kind of these radical changes i mean it'll probably be like this like on a case-by-case maybe state-by-state basis look it is what it is i i don't discount the fact that a lot of these things are not good for you and i i do understand like the need to, you know, restrict people from having them. I think there's, they're seeing it with like prime and, or, you know, whatever, like energy drinks, like look at the amount of energy that kids are consuming through these products. Like that should be looked at, like, you know, snack food, same thing. So like, I think they're doing what they should do. I don't think it's all of a sudden in 10 years, everything will be gone. uh, Because a lot of what's sold and a lot of what's under food stamp, you know, a lot of what's, you know, people can even buy it within food stamps. A lot of it is lower priced, not so great for your food honestly um so I, I don't think that this whole category of junk food will ever go away but i think that they'll continue to be changes like this maybe some national maybe some on a regional basis as i open my celsius uh that we'll continue to see and i think it's warranted and fair uh i just i you know, say i don't I don't live in California, so I'm not affected by it, but uh, yeah, I, I would probably continue. I mean, we saw the the stuff around um, sweeteners, right? Like that got a lot of pushback, but again, like it's good that they're looking into this stuff. I don't see any downside in, you know, more kind of information, you know, information around like what's in these products and the side potential effects and people should know what they're doing. So I mean, yeah.
0: CJ, you want to close us out on, uh, on your thoughts here?
2: I mean,
1: it's like, it's it's wild like somehow california is both doing its job and not doing its job like hey and dye number 3 causes cancer it should be banned and for violating that ban these multinational conglomerates will pay $5000 <laughs> so like what the fuck like what are, I, I, gotta, I think they
0: i think they go to my uh, the we stock pricing school
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah so i just like I'm kind of like what? I mean, yeah, you know, it's, that's all I have to
0: say on that. All right. Well, it was my fault this, uh, this week. I was a few minutes late, uh, but we're going to wrap it up here. We'll be back next week uh, with another great episode and CJ and Taylor uh, have a great rest of the week.